Hey, Gabriel Blake. Hey, Gabriel Jose. Where are we today? I'm in San Francisco. And I'm in Chicago, in the middle wow. of everywhere. <laughs> but next week, there's a 50% chance you might be in San Francisco with me. No, I will let you know tomorrow. Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. So, for celebrating or, you know, like for preparing ourselves for the maybe reunion, happy reunion again, uh, what do we watch? This was your pick, although technically it was my pick first. I just pivoted and chose Dr. Sleep as the sequel to The Shining. But um, you picked Jordan Peele's third feature-length film. No. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that the reason why I picked it is because I really like Get Out. We talk about it. I remember I was saying is that hey, I like this kind of horror with social commentary. I think there is a bit on the nose, but I think that it's cool to see a director that he has like something to say and is going to be using a vehicle-like horror. That nowadays we have been more associated with like cheap scare jams and just entertainment, you know, and trying to do something with the genre, like beyond that, is interesting. As we discuss a bit about it, and I think that we will talk about it on this one too, after it, but we never record, so I was like really looking forward to actually see this one. You know, I was like, it was one of the recent movies that I was actually like just checking the release date about like when is this going to happen. That I was excited to watch in the cinema. And I, I do want to call out that despite one of them being an Oscar winner, mm -hmm. all three films have scores that are pretty similar on rating aggregate sites such as Rotten Tomatoes. I sure. Yeah. Yeah, we can mention that. He has been like a solidly performing, let's just say. Both in box office and in, in critics. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, I would say that it's a, uh, like a cinema army right now, Jordan Peele. And uh, Get Out was 2017? Oof, I have no idea. I think so. It was on the tail end of, of Girls. Maybe. Uh, that actress ever again. 2017, yep. Yeah, so it has been like five years for actually just completing like these three movies that I read somewhere, I should have sort of have confirmed, but uh, it's supposed to be like part of a trilogy like just based on uh, social aspects or social concepts, you know, in the States. Along as Which, you were the one who told me that I didn't know that um, it makes sense there are some connections um, although no according to OK Player Jordan Peele revealed in a recent interview that he plans on creating four more horror films after Get Out each one dealing with different social demons so five total films dealing with um, social demons okay no that's cool Yeah, so, I sort of see like, some news before the release that they were talking about a trilogy. So maybe he actually saw me say, I'm good at this. I'm going to be like doing more. <laughs> I have like some more ideas. Why not? Or maybe I'm... the trilogy news is newer. He was like, okay, I've said what I have to say about this. I'm not doing two more films. Yeah, One let's, or the see. Other. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how it goes. Uh, so as this was my pick, I guess that is your turn for summarizing. 
Yes. So you're gonna have to keep me keep me honest on this one. Um, there's the main character. One of the main characters. His name is OJ. OJ. Yeah. And um, he and his father seem to run a horse training ranch in the foothills outside of it's Hollywood. Yeah, LA. Yeah. Um, and they're proudly the they're the great 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 grandson of the first human ever recorded on film and they are the only black owned horse training ranch in the hollywood area i mean they're way out in the middle of nowhere it's not hollywood but you know in the movie producing sector of the world in the middle of nowhere i thought that la was in the coast <laughs> they are way inland way <laughs> not okay. like new orleans <laughs> <laughs> So, um, anyway, so they're just riding along one day and some objects fall from the sky. Hit, it's a, actually a nickel, I think. Yeah, it's a nickel. Um, the nickel goes into the dad's skull and kills him. He just dies, I think, automatically, but they do take him to the hospital. Yeah, I think the hospital, he dies along the way. And we also hear, like, some screams in the background, like, some background noise. Everything is like this pretty weird. So then we go to... Um, like a commercial shoot, a photo shoot, something where OJ has taken one of the horses and he's not really working well with the Hollywood types, but then his sister, I was going to call her Kiki, her name is Emerald in the film, the actress is Kiki, she comes in and she's clearly like the type of person to be in front of the camera and she knocks out whatever they're supposed to knock out. She's very charming. Um, so the, the two siblings go back to the ranch and weird shit starts to happen. They discover that there is um, maybe, a, a, there's a flying object, probably alien, that seems to be organic in nature, um, sucking up things on the surface of their ranch to eat, yeah. including people. I, yeah, I could say that actually, they figured out that it's organic like way later. Okay. They yeah, know but again, a, case. Yeah, there is something. There's like a spacey. There's the little carnival nearby that's run by a former child star, and he runs a show um, that kind of features the alien spaceship. And it's a very small show. There are, I think, 44 people there. And the spaceship just comes and sucks them all up and eats them. Um, that was the part I was not completely sure about. Like, so you guys conveniently were having like a soul base on a spaceship is going to be like coming here. And nobody said anything about it? Yeah. Nobody, nobody like, went to check it out? Yeah, and you have been like running this for a while and usually it sucks a horse because they're like really surprised when they see the spaceship. So it's like, it makes me think that it's like, usually this is like a play around kind of thing that nothing really happens. So they established that the spaceship has been there for six months, at least, um, living in a cloud that doesn't move, which I don't know why it took someone six months to notice a cloud that doesn't move, but I, whatever. Um, so the siblings, after the disappearance of everyone on this like carnival ranch, the siblings try and get a uh, documentary producer, I think, or director or filmmaker to come and film the shot. Unfortunately, the organic, or the the spaceship has an electromagnetic field that kills electronics. Luckily, this guy films on real film. Um, With a manual camera. What? Yep, he winds it. Uh, I don't know how you say that. He, he does the real thing. It's a real anyway. thing. <laughs> I like um, it. 
And then there's about an hour where they're trying to get the shot, the spaceship keeps eating, there's some close calls, and they get the shot, the cameraman dies, and the movie ends. <laughs> I deduct from what you're saying that you were not a big fan of it. Are we ready for opinions? I don't know. I mean, I feel like just surprised that you summarized it so quickly that I had the feeling that you really want to get to just express your opinion. No, I mean, as, as I walked out, I, I knew this was my pick and I specifically thought, how am I going to describe this? Well, not much fucking happens in this movie. It's pretty simple. <laughs> issue appears, they try and get a picture of it. They do. Yeah, I mean, something that I was saying at the end of the movie, I was saying, is like, so this movie, the whole motivation of the movie is like, we want to take a picture of this. It's like it's not about like killing it, it's not about like saving humanity or anything. It's about like we want to take a picture. And at the end, they end up in a different situation. And we shouldn't like probably spoil the end end, you know. Yeah, it's a little fresh. Um yeah. and everyone is going to see this movie, so let's not give too many spoilers. Yeah. Uh, no, go for it. Go for it. Did you like it? I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> I walked out of the movie theater about 1.30 a.m. Um, and even it was like 4 a.m. your time. No, 3 a.m. and I texted you, have you seen Nope yet? I think that he was in bed already at the time. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is this guy high? And he, <laughs> you had not seen it and I refrained from saying anything because I was so upset at this movie. I kept checking my phone. I was like, this should have been a four minute short. Like four <laughs> minutes tops. There wasn't a point. I don't know what he was trying to say when like, so after the disappearance of the carnival audience, um, a, a guy shows up from TMZ and they kind of, they're like trying to warn him, don't do this, it's gonna get you killed. Mm -hmm. And then some, and then they spend the rest of the movie trying to get the shot. I was I was like, is there an underlying message? Because that's what I thought. He was doing social justice, kind of. Not social justice, but like exploring social constructs or whatever. So... I, I thought the characters were stupid. I thought it was poorly written. The special effects were kind of cool. I would say, like, visually, I like it. I think that visually, this guy has, like, a strong, like, a language. But I would agree with you that in this screenplay, they could have removed like half of it and it would have actually told the same story because the uh, kid Serif and the part about like the monkey, I was like, okay, if there is something here that relates to this creature from outer space that is like just sucking everyone, I don't see it. So I didn't mention the chimpanzee in the very beginning, or it, when I gave the synopsis, but that's how the film starts, right? That's the very mm -hmm. first scene. We see this TV show being filmed with the Chinese, uh, the Asian Asia. chi uh, child star is what I was trying to say, that runs the carnival in the future. Yeah. And the chimpanzee, uh, you know, I, I don't, I feel like that's a really fun scene. Regardless, this was the opening scene and I thought, oh. this is fucking good. Look, individually, the scenes are good. I would say I that most of the film was good after that scene. <laughs> you didn't? I mean, I think that some of the scenes are good about like, just building tension. But the thing is that I 
didn't like the characters. I didn't care about it. A part of me was thinking, like, maybe I'm like just missing something on the translation because English is not my first language, but I care about the family in us. I think that us is an imperfect film, but I care about the family. In Get Out, I care about like the Daniel Kaluuya character. You know, but in this one, I was like, I don't care if they die, honestly. But there was not a single developed character. They were cartoons, they were characters. Yeah. Like the main one is like so quiet, so awkward. It's like, okay, you may be traumatized by what happened to your father, but I don't see like this progression from this to the hero towards like the last part of the movie to the last act. It's like, sure. Also, that, that director, the document, the filmmaker that they get, that was like a character of a Quentin Tarantino character. Like, I was like, this is so dumb. Like, I, I don't. I don't, I didn't get any of it. Maybe and you're right, it was like a bit more of a Quentin Tarantino character about like, it is like the kind of very bizarre out there character that he would have like a good conversation and then he would get shot in the face. Except he didn't have a good conversation. Nope, he didn't at all, you know. There, there was nothing for me in this film besides that first scene. And the, you're right, the cinematography was fucking gorgeous. It was incredible. Like, the way some of the shots are composed are remarkable. I just hated everything else. I think there's something that I like, and I know that it's like super small or anything I told you earlier, is like, I think that Jordan Peele actually gave me what is the next movie that I want to discuss. And there was like this Easter egg, like a stupid Easter egg when uh, they are riding the electric uh, bike and the character slides the bike you know, like looking at the camera, is that that's a straight from Akira, like the anime movie from the 80s. And I was like about to just, oh. I was about to know my friend, uh, my friend that I was watching, he's like, oh my God, that's from Akira. And then I read that it's like from an interview, like, yeah, he actually got, he, he's an homage to But Akira. it's not from the 80s, it came out in the 2010s. Akira? Yeah. Wait, Akira, the movie from 88? I'm joking because they made a live-action remake of it in the 2010s, and that's... Wait, wait, wait. They didn't get to release it, no? They talk about it, like, many, many times, and they never get to release it. Uh, no? We're thinking about Alita? Sure am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has been, like, rumor, like, for 30 years that there is going to be, like, a live-action adaptation. You know, because no, Hollywood absolutely. don't respect anime. Yeah. yeah. Um... I mean, um, Aronofsky does. He really does. Fuck you, man. Fuck <laughs> you so hard right now. Uh, did you see, like, a, you know, like a, let me say, like, tangential conversation? But there is a, a snapshot or, you know, like a picture of the Ness movie by Aronofsky that is, like, the main character is Brendan Fraser. And he's going to be, like, playing a 400 pound guy. He's really gone off the deep end. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. That bums me out. Although maybe it'll be good. I don't know. The whale is cold. He hasn't done anything since then, right? We just we just discussed this. Yeah, but I mean, it's an A24 movie. What can go wrong? I mean, they produced the best film of 2022, so... Was there any good movie? Problems? I know. I'm just joking. I don't think that it's that good. But, uh, like, going back to Nope, uh, I spent a while 
you know, because I was like, okay, I'm missing something. I'm missing what is the social topic here, you know? And I was like, okay, I'm going to be like removing the horses. I'm going to be like removing that the first man on camera was actually a black man and they are underrepresented. Let's just, you know, let's even like remove that. And then when I thought it's like, at the end, it's a bit more about like this alien creature. This about like this hostile element in an area where humans live or not too many humans, but some humans live. And it's a creature, and giving away a spoiler alert, is that it's a creature that it gets attractive if there are like loud noises or a lot of movement. And it could charge against you if you engage in visual contact with them. If you look at it, yeah. Like policemen. And chimpanzees. Yeah, chimpanzees are also policemen. They would look cute with a policeman suit. <laughs> but that's like the only one that I could find about like, okay, maybe like that. Maybe about like police violence. That's a stretch, buddy. Oh yeah, a it's, a, it's a big stretch, believe me. A really big stretch. But for me it was like... Some sort of like the, the Asian adult who was the child star, that show was using or the chimpanzee really should have been in that environment and ended up killing everyone. So they're bad. The spaceship probably shouldn't have been hunting. But Earth. the thing is, but no one brought the ship there, is that you could say that humans actually took the uh, the team to the show and they also took the horse to the yeah. movie. But there's nothing the fucking there's alien nothing is like... this movie. Nothing. <laughs> it's, it's not congruent. It's like it's a movie that it just left me like, okay. Jordan, I'm going to be like playing the game and I'm going to try to find like the connection or anything. And it was like, no. And if I don't take into consideration the social topics, is that this movie is an average horror movie. Average to worst low, yeah. So you and I both try to have good cinema etiquette. We never break out our phones. We don't talk. Um, and we often, like, sometimes informally, we determine how much we like a movie by how many times we checked our phone until it was over. <laughs> I checked my phone six or seven times, saying, you're kidding. This is not over at this point. Wow. I was surprised how much it lasted. It got to a point that is, I was non-voluntarily checking my watch, you know, and I checked my notifications a couple of times that it's like, I'm not going to really checking my phone out. But now that you mentioned it is a... Yeah, I didn't want to recognize it, but I was not having the time of my life. It was I not entertaining to me. I mean, it was not painful, but at the same time, it's like, it gets to a point that it's pretty obvious you could have done this like with 30 less minutes. Yeah. Or an hour. Yeah. My husband didn't hate it as much as I did, but he said it was boring to him as well. <sighs> No, it's... no, he didn't use the word boring. He used what he said was in his Argentine accent. It was a little stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I I just wish that it was better because I think that we didn't record when we said this, but I said that it's like, hey, I like it out. Like it out was like a very small story. You know, like a very clear idea about like, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing. Is this guy going to be meeting up like the uh, like the parents, and I'm going to be using this as a vehicle for talking about like cultural appropriation? It's like that's fine. It goes to the point. It's like pretty on the nose, but it works. 
in us, the problem that I had is like, it's way more ambitious than Get Out. Way, way, way more ambitious with the multiple concepts and the multiple ideas that it presents. But it's creepy and it's entertaining to watch. Is that there is like a lot of tension on it. Is that on this one, I was not tense at any point. No I didn't tension, care. No. In fact, the, at the times when he tried to make things tense and scary, it was just kind of dumb. Like, oh, this incredibly advanced alien life force can't hunt you if you're not looking at it. And it's going to be like sucking you. It's going to be like sucking you into the penitentiary system, and then it's going to be like throwing your remains. There's a there's a scene where they're trying to get the spaceship out into the open. So OJ is on his horse, but looking down, then he starts to ride the horse and he puts his hoodie over his head and he has big fake eyes on the back to convince the spaceship it was looking at him to chase him. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They should have used the googly eyes from, uh, <laughs> from everything everywhere all at once. At least then I would have found something amusing about this. <laughs> I think that this movie surprisingly took itself more seriously than it should. Going back to you talking about Get Out and Us, I think a good part of the success of that film was the scariness of relationships. And he developed his characters, and we saw the dynamic between in Get Out, the girlfriend and the boyfriend and the family and all of the deception and then in us it was the family dynamic and what threatens our family right and here it's just oh there's siblings brother and sister versus spaceship yeah i'm a best buy geek squad oh sorry like a fry's electronic which was very strange side story. I mean, it, it was a little bit more entertaining than the siblings themselves, but it felt kind of... Um, Everything falls flat. Comical, yeah. Everything falls like completely flat. It doesn't get developed enough. It doesn't have like a weight. I have to say, the cinema was completely crowded. Back, like back to back. It's like, uh, my friend arrived like a bit earlier, so he actually got me a seat. But like, otherwise, it was packed. I think that the last time that I saw a movie so packed, it was not even everything everywhere all at once. It was The Martian. Did, the, did Mother come out after that? Because Mother was packed. I'm never going to be watching another midnight release. Never in my life. Okay. <laughs> this was like four days after the release. It's like I was expecting that like people already went during the weekend for watching this. Um, so good, good for us really just bringing people to the cinema. But you know that you Americans love to clap at the finish of a movie I if they really like. Maybe not you, because you're not 100% America as you actually used to prove when we do the uh, trivia quiz, the Prav trivia quiz. <laughs> that is like, dude, we bring you because you're American. You have to know about the sports. Uh, like, did you ever go to a movie in San Francisco outside of Alamo Draft House, piece of shit, that people clapped? Yes. Oh, that's not a superhero movie. Ah, there you go. Yes, when you go see movies made for dumb people, they clap. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, 
I was swearing it is. And I don't feel that way. That was an exaggeration. They're not for dumb people. They're for people that like action. And that's a different type of moviegoer. They like blockbusters, dude. It's like, I don't... I was like some of them, and I, I don't expect them to be good, you know? In this case, I expect to be elevated cinema. You know, it still can be entertaining, but I expect it to be a bit more elevated, a bit more complex. Some people clap, but there was like probably one of the shortest clapping that I ever heard about. Like there were like five that started clapping and said, no, we're done. I'm sure it's it's confusing to the type of movie that goes mostly for blockbusters because this was challenging in terms of its content. I, I At least Jordan Peele wanted it to be challenging. It wasn't like a, hey, this is a, a template made for blockbusters. It's, it wants you Yeah, to but it was not Mulholland Drive. No. It was not Mulholland Drive. Think about, but he tried to go that route. So it, it it's not a film for us and it's not a film for mainstream moviegoers who... Who is this film for? I don't know. No, I'm... Just Jordan Peele. He's probably... Well, no. The reviews are so good for this film. I don't understand it. Honestly, when we were talking about uh, watching this movie the last time, I was saying I like it out, but I think that uh, us was a bit of a disappointment. So for me, this is a bit more of a do or break or break my perspective of who Jordan Peele is as a cinema creator, you know, as a director, as a director, sorry. And I honestly left with like, hey, I was looking super forward towards this movie. And as I felt like it was a bit of a deep, this was like, this let me go. You know, it let me like, even like, just with my stretcher, it's like, this is the message. And it was like, even if that was the message, it was not developed enough. It was not, I don't know, there was no point to it, per se. And it's like, if for watching a movie with no point, I prefer to watch The Conjury, a horror movie that it has no point. Or I prefer watching, I prefer watching Doctor Sleep. Oh, yeah. I would watch Doctor Sleep tonight if I was forced to watch one of those two again. <laughs> uh, so for me, this is a bit more is that I have no idea what to expect from this guy because he started like really good, then he took like a bit of a dip, but he was trying to do like something ambitious that didn't land. And this is a, I'm not even sure if this is ambitious or not. I, I honestly, I'm so, I, I'm in the same boat. I don't know what he was trying to achieve. Anybody can make a bad movie. Unfortunately, I wasn't the biggest fan of us and I hated this movie. So I don't see him as promising any longer. I think he lucked out with doubt. Yeah. And I think that we were just talking about, uh, what's the name of the committee partner that he had? Uh, Key. Key. Key, yeah, Key. Key. Uh, that we were saying is like, wow, poor guy that is like he actually his career was like as a comedian with him and now he's like this like super famous director and for me he's like ah, yeah I mean he could still be successful <coughs> he would still be successful probably for some more years but honestly that this is another in a similar situation truer words were never spoken yeah, it's like you had the sixth sense. It's amazing. You had a uh, unbreakable. That is like it's good. And then it's like I was thinking about science when I was watching this. Is like, is this better than science? 
because I hate signs. So I liked signs. So signs is more analogous to us for me. Like it was like, okay, th there's something here. It may not be perfect, but there's something here. For me, this movie was um, Lady by the Pool. But I disagree. I'm like I'm, I'm the kind of person that I actually didn't lady hate. By water? Is that what uh, the lady in the water. The lady I in think. the water. No, that's the that's the Guillermo del Toro. Uh, lady in the water. No, it's this one. Lady oh. in the water. Yeah. Uh, I honestly think that Lady in the Water is like is a not bad idea, but is not a movie for him to direct. For me, I felt that it's like this would have been like Guillermo del Toro or Tim Burton would have been like better directors for just doing this kind of magic rallies and stuff. It's like this guy is not about this, you know, but it's not bad per se. Like the material, I didn't watch like Praying with Anger or Wide Awake, that it looks like they are like two movies before The Sixth Sense. Oh, I haven't seen those. Yeah, Sixth Sense, I think that is really good. Unbreakable, I think that is pretty decent, you know, especially just being one year after The Sixth Sense. Uh, Signs, I don't like it at all. I found it like super dumb. I found it like, okay, yeah, yeah, it rains, cool. Uh, the Billies, I found it like visually stunning. Maybe, maybe M. Night Shyamalan is better than Jordan Peele. Maybe, maybe Jordan Peele is the new Tarsem. <laughs> what? <laughs> he only made one good film. Yeah, but it was not the first one. Unless you're telling me that the good film by Tarsem is The Soul. I'm sorry, that was a really good <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say this, but... Uh, no, but I, I find it like a bit of uh, freezing out. How is it like? Fizzling out? F fizzling out, yeah. Fizzling out, you know, a bit more about it. Hey, you have a good one. And everyone loved this. You know, it's like now you're still like carrying with the good credit that you got from the first one because I am astonished at the reviews for Nope. Because, they, dude, if this was not Peel, I had the feeling this would have been like a 5.5. Not, not to bring down my favorite newspaper. But it is a New York Times critic pick already. So. By whom? Who did the review? I think it's A.O. Scott. And the title of the review is something like, Nope, gets a hell yes. And I was like, oh. Let me roll my eyes again, just in case if it was not capturing camera the first time. Uh, look, if there were like good scenes, sure. And they were like entertaining scenes, sure. But as a movie, as a whole, I just, when it finished, I was like, cool. Right on. Let's move yeah, on with I, our lives. I ranted the entire drive home. It was like seven minutes, but I was like, I can't believe I could have been at home on the couch instead of watching this movie. You know the funny thing is that when the three of us, it was like my friend and a friend of his. Uh, it was A.O. Scott, by the way. The chief film critic for the New York Times made this a critic pick. Was it the same as the uh, the guest? No, they didn't bother to have him review the guest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, that's, that's my favorite New York Times review, honestly. Um, but now going back to this, when we're done like, watching the movie, I asked them, hey, what do you guys think? And they say, I need to think about it. 
I'm still not. I mean, for me, it was like maybe I'm done. Maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe there is like something else that I'm not seeing in front of me. Maybe I'm missing like. I had to say that with us. It took me like a bit of actually just connecting. So it's like, oh, this about the penitentiary system because there is like a lot of other stuff. It's not like so much on your face as get out. And that's the part I feel is like, look, you are like way more ideas here than not all of them land, but it's interesting and it's super creepy. On this one, it's a bit more like, I don't care about any of the characters. There is like a lot of topics here. None of them is like just fully developed. I don't care about anything. I mean, maybe I could if you could develop a bit more, but. And also, again, I keep going back to this, but worst of all, because you can, a movie can lack everything you just said if it's still entertaining. Like, there, there are movies with poorly developed characters that are just pure, like, pulpy, guilty pleasures that I would be like, this was fun. Yeah. This movie was not fun. Um, and. I found it boring and nonsensical, to be honest. Uh, I wasn't completely bored. I wasn't, I'm not going to say that I was entertained, you know, because I was telling you, I was checking my phone. But for me, how long? Two hours? Uh, two hours, uh, how long is no uh, two hours and ten minutes, it felt like two hours and ten minutes. Each one yeah. of those minutes, it was felt. Yep, I agree. I, I just... Yeah, I don't know. Guess I'll keep reading reviews, trying to understand what everyone else sees that I don't. I think that the points... Without giving too much away, but you know, like the flags, like the hanging flags, like the strip of flags, when they actually just like deploy the other ones, I roll my eyes like really, really hard. Like, okay, okay, I guess that this is movie logic. Sure, why not? Uh, it was a bit of a, as I was telling you, like a bit of a disappointment, a bit more of a feeling that is a, I don't know what I actually was looking forward to this a lot. I was too. And now I'm not sure if I'm going to be like paying too much attention. I'm, I'm probably going to still like watch whatever he releases next, but I don't have like the same high hopes. As yeah, I used to. Too it's just like, okay, uh, I need to see this because it's relevant, um, not because. Yeah. And even thinking, yeah, that is important. That is going to be like bringing something to my life. And even thinking about like the uh, child star, the co-star of the TV show that he was the thing, she shows up in the wheelchair. You know, I was thinking, is that is this about Hollywood? About like how and the entertainment industry? About like how they eat and they spit the remains, you know, of the stars. And so the only is Hollywood. The only thing I can think of is there was a real chimp attack like that. A woman owned a chimp for like 12 years and her best friend was over at her house and the chimpanzee just lost her mind and ripped her face off, ripped her foot off, um, uh, like just ripped this woman to pieces and she lived and she's horribly deformed now. And I think that that was just as simple as a nod to that real life thing that happened. Because like the parallels are just remarkable. And and there's no other subtext here. 
maybe dude i don't know i mean it just it just feels like okay we have like the horse going wild we have like the jeep going aggressive going bananas and then we had the alien and i'm still like okay there has to be apparently with these three events with these like living creatures because besides that like the horse he goes crazy when he actually sees his reflection when there is eye contact yep <laughs> and the chimp also is like he's just scared of doing like the eye contact with him that like he's going to get attacked by the kid i have to say that kid is adorable i want to see him in 20 years <laughs> yeah, <you do. laughs> we should edit that comment out <laughs> uh, but now i just feel like i feel lost after watching it. With us, I feel it's like, okay, I'm not completely sure every single topic that I was here, but it's like, this was cool. This was like super cool to watch. In this, I feel it's like, I think that visually is appealing. The design of the UFO, I felt like a bit cold by it. Oh yeah, I was disappointed with the UFO itself. Especially after like, well, yeah. Like in Doom and all of yeah. the high design things and, and the cloud that doesn't move. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I look like a bit cold. Like, I want to defend these. And then at the same time, I was like, I have no idea how. I have no idea how, unless it's about like for just trying to be. It's like, hey, no, no, no. Let's remember the pill did get out and also us so he cannot do good too bad there's the guy no i think that this is not that good yep i agree uh should we go over the questions let's do it okay uh could you watch it again nope oh you see what i did there that wasn't even on purpose <laughs> <laughs> i think that i will watch it again not tomorrow but Someday, someday, I, I could actually just like think about like we rewatched recently Get Out, but it has been a while. I only watched us once in the cinema, and I will rewatch it again. And if I rewatch one that one, maybe I will say, eh, let's give it another try to know, like in two or three years. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend it? No. In fact, as I was leaving work today, my coworker, I mentioned to my coworker I had seen Nope, and he was like, oh, what'd you think? And I was like, are you going to see it? And he said, yes. And I said, let's talk then, because I was just going to spew all over him everything I just said for the last three minutes. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. It's like, I wouldn't recommend it. You know, if someone asks me now, he said, look, if you want to go watch it because you really like, like Get Out and Us, just do is that you need to just like burst that bubble yourself about like maybe this is not the best but i mean i know people that they're i mean all of those reviews i think that right now is a score higher than us and i don't think that this is better than us if this one's an oscar so help me god <laughs> i don't know man i don't know I still think that, for example, like the screenplay of Get Out is good, and Kaluuya does like a really good role. But as a director, I was like a bit surprised. He's like, this maybe a bit of a push, you know? 
But, you know, it's this kind of thing that the Oscar sometimes he tries to overcorrect about oh we have ignored like people of color for so long and i'm not saying that it wouldn't be like deserved for get out i wouldn't have complained he actually won for best uh, for best director but in this case it would be like dude we watch different movies i'm absolutely fine with whatever kind of uh, representation that we want to do but it's like or not even like representation but just like try to recognize real talent but let's look back at two years ago the green book won like three years ago yeah, so I, I don't care about like the Oscars per se. Is that they can go with whatever kind of direction, and I wouldn't be surprised. At this yeah, point. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Could you remember it? I mean, it's a very simple plot. Yes. I don't think that I could remember the chimpanzee. I had like, forgotten to put that in the synopsis, to be honest, and it was my favorite part of the film. Yeah. Yeah, I because it doesn't have to do anything else with what is like the main motif. That is, like, let's take a picture of this UFO. Uh, is there anything artistic about it? The cinematography, you're right, is beautiful. That is literally the only positive I can think of. I don't think mm. the performances were that interesting. Not the dialogue, not the plot, nothing. I agree with you. For me, the cinematography is what sells on these, but the tension is not like properly transferred, not even like by the acting or by the composition of the scenes. So it's a bit more is that this is a pretty movie to look at still images from or a trailer. The trailer is amazing. It actually just tells you first, okay, I don't know exactly what is going to be like happening here. I know the general idea, but it's like, it looks super cool. And then you watch it and say, ew, was it that cool? Yep. Um, I was going to say something and I forgot it. No. Uh, is it a timeless piece? Will it be garbage today and in 30 years? Yes, it's timeless in that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't address anything that's particularly timely. So, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly believe if I watched this in 2050, I would feel the same way. What is the point? What is the point of the uh, of the little aliens? No idea. Okay. Yeah. I I like because I was thinking about like, the technology that the characters use, and it's like the sister has like a smartphone, but he has like something close to a flip phone that he's about to use to take a picture. Do you remember? Yeah. And that part of it is like what the fuck is this about? And then they connect to the other part later and it's like, what the fuck is this about? I still don't see what this is about. I don't know what I'm watching. I don't know what is going on. I'm just confused. If there is more here, oh, what I was going to be like watching, asking you, is like if you think, if you think that they actually trimmed down this movie and they are like 30 movies, that 30 minutes more of this movie that it would change this into a bit of a train wreck, Sorry, from a train work into an amazing movie. I, you know, I hadn't thought about it, but I wouldn't be surprised if when the Blu-rays release, there's a ton of extra footage. Um, I would hope that's the case because otherwise, I don't understand why this movie exists. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be like holding my breath, but a part of me just thinks it's like there are scenes missing on this movie. I just feel like the wife of the. Uh, of the kids series, you know, the child actor, I just felt it's like, you have been in 
three scenes only, and you have like five lines. I know her from uh, For All Mankind. For mm. All Mankind. And uh, I just felt it's like, this, I expected more of this role. It feels like Elizabeth Moss. And his husband, you know, and her husband in, uh, in us. It's like, they have more lines at least, so more importance here. I am still not sure what this is about. I forgot she was in us completely. Yeah. I also feel like that point is that, well, it does have all like the prison system, you know, uh, maybe it's for just saying that it's like, hey, there is also many people there that can be destroyed, but it's mostly black. Uh, but yeah, so going back to the questions, would you turn this into a TV show? Nope. Uh, no. Sorry, I don't mean to keep doing that. <laughs> no, I'm doing it. In the notes, I'm doing nope. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't need more. Thank you. I don't want to spend any more time in this universe. No. Yeah. Well, because the, it's not a universe. It's like at least us, it actually tries to be ambitious with the larger scope from the perspective of depicting a universe. In this case, it's the what else is missing here? What else could you actually have done? I don't know. I don't, I don't care, honestly. Yeah, because with the little stuff that they give us, it's like, I'm... No, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, do you think this movie could have been better? I don't know how you fix this. You would have to start from scratch. Uh, so yes, burn it down and rebuild is how you make it better. <laughs> Uh, I agree. It's like, I think that this is something that you have to go back into the uh, into the writers' room and just say, "It's like let's throw this away." It's like we can just do a movie about an alien that is a living creature, but we have to be like a bit more focused. Yep. And just streaming like quite a bit and maybe making it a short. A, sh- a short I would watch. So you watch, okay. Uh, so before we score, I have a movie to ask if you remember. Uh, I don't remember it by the title, so maybe you remember, maybe not. Uh, The Return, The Return, absolutely. There are two Russian brothers who live in a tiny town in somewhere in Russia, and they're being raised by their mother. And they don't really know their dad, but he kind of is in their life. He doesn't live in the town. And he yeah. shows up and he's he's kind of violent, not physically, but violent in his words and his demeanor. And he demands that the brothers go on a camping trip with him. And they go on the camping trip and they're out in the middle of the forest and they find a tower to climb on. But at this point, they're fairly convinced they can't trust their dad and then their dad falls off the huge platform dies and the kids have to go back home the end that's pretty good and that's like basically like the sadness and disappointment of all andre zviarestev zviarestev yeah but i mean he's a freaking good director i love that movie yeah, I had completely forgotten until you started like describing it. It's like, oh, I remember it. It's another one of these. He's like, yep. So, pretty good, man. I have mostly forgotten it. And then you started talking about it. And yeah, that tower, 
look really precarious. Even as an actor, I would be like, I'm not going after. I'm sorry. That wasn't a good one to ask me because I've seen it like five times and I own it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and I studied it in college, even, but I had seen it before then. Okay, okay, sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry if I offended you. You know, if you I did. offended your intellect. Um, <laughs> cool. Talking about like getting our seat together, what is your score for rope? And this was my pick, so it's your turn. I don't even know how to score this. I'm gonna, just going to go with the three. I don't know why it even gets three points. I, I hated this movie. I feel like I should give it a one, but that feels like an exaggeration. Um, but I saw it like five days ago. This isn't like, I'm still not emotionally high from this anger. It's just not a good movie. It's boring and nonsensical. So you're saying that it's like borderline better than Celine Dion Ghostbody? At least, yes. Also, what what score did I give to Brazil? Because I want it to be lower than Brazil. <laughs> a three. 2.5. We're <laughs> stretching. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a five. I I'm being generous. That's fine. I, I'm being like generous, you know, but at the same time, I just got the feeling that this is a mediocre movie. It's like, look, I didn't feel peace as you were. I just felt it's like, look, this has been way worse than I could have anticipated. You know, I felt like it's like, hey, it's well produced, but it's not such a good movie. So there is a point that probably you have to recognize, you know, as a, I'm pretty sure that the next movie that he directs is going to be in May 24. I mean, that would honestly, at this point, give him more credibility than he has with me. I trust A24's taste more than Jordan Peele's taste at this point. So you are expecting that Aronofsky movie with Brandon Fraser playing a 400 pound guy is something that A24 gave like the green light for. I mean, I can point you to Pi, Requiem for a Dream, Black Swan. The dude has made good movies consistently. Yeah, he's made some really shitty movies here and there. But he Pi? has... Pi? Sure. Pi, I respect the movie. But you know that I'm not a fan of Requiem for a Dream. And I even, from a visual perspective, I prefer The Fountain to anything else. The Fountain was... It failed, but it was interesting. I I don't know, Meg. I mean, I feel like A24 is a bit more like out there. And I feel like they would actually gladly work with Jordan Peele. But I had the feeling that uh, his studio, uh, Monkey Paw, I think that is called, that is like already too big for actually just like working with an independent, you know, like producers. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, I mean, the critics supported it, and the box office earnings support it as well. Like, he's going to be able to do whatever he wants. He doesn't need A24. There is a bit... I don't know. I mean, I just feel like probably this is one of the biggest differences that we have with the critics. Because, for example, with everything, everywhere, all at once, it's like, for me, it's like, this doesn't land. I see what they're doing, but it's like, everyone loves it. I know that I'm, like, in the minority of this. But you loved it. And for me, it's like, this is a bit more of a... Why are some people liking this? What am I missing I, here? 
so we were both very vague in our texts and i said i we both said separately on separate days this is going to be an interesting discussion because i assumed you were going to like it just because the vast majority of critics seem to and i so always align i'm always aligned like, i felt like i was the only i'm the only person i've spoken to that doesn't like this film until you and this is why we are soulmates i don't Best hate friends. it Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, I didn't hate it like you did, but I don't know. I feel just confused about like, what am I? Am I missing? Is it on me? Is it on me, Jordan Peele? Is it me or is it you? As I said earlier, in a joking tone, this is a movie I will continue to read about because I need to find a critic in the true sense of the word, somebody who critiques and explains it. I need to find somebody I respect that can explain to me what I'm missing here. Because I'm convinced there must be something. 85% of critics are giving a, a good review. There must be something I'm missing. I... I agree. I agree. I mean, I feel like there is something else in here, but... I have no idea, man. I have no idea. I'm just confused and I just... Uh, it's strange. I, I felt like that's pretty tepid, you know? Like, even like the comments that I had is like, hey, I think that it's about the police, or I think that it's about like uh, exploitation, or I think that it's like, all of that, I feel is like, even if it's about that, this was not a good movie. Even if it was like about any of those topics, I don't think that it's actually elevated just because of the problem, because the end product. It's not that enjoyable or that cohesive. I agree. If there had even been subtext and it had still been boring, at least I would have been thinking about things. That I, this movie made me think about nothing. Huh. And as I was saying, is like the tension was not there for me, like an enjoyable horror movie. Even like that perspective, like, hey, let's make this like just pure horror, like fun horror. Is like, no. When you brought up The Conjuring earlier, those are movies I don't think are good and I don't see. But yeah, I enjoy watching Conjuring movies more than this. Well, I mean, the first one of Conjuring, I think that's good. The first one was great, the like, next five were shit. <laughs> there were five? Oh my god. What no, there's like the... four, but... Uh, uh, we was this other Sinister, what's it called? Oh yeah, with e Ethan... Hawk. McGregor. <laughs> I just combined Ewan McGregor and Ethan Hawk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you give it a 6.5 and I give it a 6. You know, that that's an enjoyable horror movie. Is that this? I don't know. It left me like so cold that it's like, if it we was should, not. We should, set, we should set a reminder in one year to rewatch this and see. Did we miss something the first time? No, no, no. I, I go to that. I think that that's like a really good idea about maybe it's us. Maybe it's truly us. Truly us is the good movie. <laughs> Maybe it's like now I'm going to have like a bigger uh, appreciation for it. Not it, the Stephen King movie. <laughs> for us. Uh, okay, this is super fun. Uh, so what are we going to be watching this? Because we didn't select it beforehand, so... Oh, it's my pick. <laughs> it's your pick, dude. Uh, <laughs> fuck. All right, I didn't come prepared, but I need to have my horror taste buds cleansed 
from this movie. <laughs> so we're going to go to a true horror classic, even though we just did The Shining. We're going to go to the world of Hannibal Lecter and watch Hannibal with Edward Norton. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're going to watch Silence of the Lambs, the original. Jodie Foster, Buffalo Bill. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think that's funny enough is that this is going to be like the second movie that we record about from that universe. We did um, Man, mm, Man Hunter. Man Hunter. Man yeah. yeah. Oh, the 80s one, that's right. Like the first time oh, that Hunter. they had that. It's got Julianne Moore. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, for now, just Silence of the Okay, thank you. Let's just start small, please. Okay. Uh, well, this was interesting. I mean, I'm surprised how much you hated it. I'm not 100% surprised about it, but yeah. Let's, uh, I will set up like the alarm for a year from now, uh, from July 27th of 2023. Let's see how heated I am a year from now. <laughs> I still feel that I hate it so much. Uh, yeah, I'm actually. I think that we should be like open and just like call it. We are going to be recording about it again. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at that point, probably who knows? It's going to be like more than two hundred episodes. Maybe we have rebranded. Maybe we have rethink the whole format. But we will still record an episode of Gabriel's Go to Die Bars to talk about cinema, just for talking about Nope again. With the caveat that the entire recording might be so what we watch. Nope. Did you like it yet? Nope. Nope. Wash your hands. <laughs> uh, okay, man. Anything else to say to our audience? Don't go see this movie. <laughs> just, just wash your hands for two hours. It's more productive. Yeah. Okay. Bye.